<laughs> what up, everybody? It's uh, Mr. Brandon McGrath back at you with the Hella Podcast. Uh, sorry, I haven't recorded an episode in like two months, two and a half months, something like that. Um, been really busy. I know it's not any excuse because it only takes an hour to do this, but um, missed you, so we're back at it again. I am here with uh, one of my old and good friends, Mr. Jim Siebert. Hello. There he is. And of course, the other co-host of the Hello Podcast, Mr. Tiny Lowe. Hello. Oh, man. Well, you were in Ireland, too, dude, and that's a good excuse not to do a podcast. That's true. I was in Ireland for a month, so. And I got to vacation at your house. With the doggies. With the dogs. Well, at least it was summer vacation for school, so. Yes, that is pretty sweet. Because I, I need the hella podcast when I'm drawing, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Got it. Oh, that thing, I forgot that thing makes that weird noise, so I can't have that on while we're doing this. The fan? Hold on. Oh, yeah, like... the fan makes a crazy weird noise. Hold on. I, I just thought you were going to turn the light off. I was kind of afraid. I'm sitting next to Tiny here. You were rubbing my knee earlier. Why are you afraid of me? I should be afraid of you. <laughs> Getting me all hot and bothered up in this bitch. Hot Dude, that's, you know what's funny is that um, I always run into people who are who are like that. Like when we grew up, you know, like the homoerotic thing, like fucking with each other and slap each other with <laughs> balls and shit. Yep. Was, of course, fun and hilarious. And then... As, there were some of our friends, like Jason, and a few of them that were like kind of insecure about that stuff. You like hug them, and they'd be like, "Don't hug me," you know, like. But Glenn. then, like, and then as time went on, Glenn's still yeah. that way. He's Glenn a fucking is, weird. Glenn's always been Glenn that will way. always be that way. And I think it's because he's Uh-oh. totally like three quarters gay and just doesn't no, move. No, Glenn. No, no Glenn. <laughs> For real. I love uh, Glenn. No Glenn. I love I love Glenn, but yeah. <laughs> I used to love watching how uncomfortable Mike would make people. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was his thing. Oh God, rest in peace, man. He was dude. he was the king of fucking. With when people. I worked he with him at it. that warehouse, dude, <laughs> he would. There was this one guy we worked with, and he was very religious. And Mike comes up to me and just grabs the whole fruit package, dude, and like tickles my butt. And he's like, "What's up, sweetie? Well, good morning, honey." And this dude lost his <laughs> shit, dude. Went to the bosses, everything else, and Mike and I are laughing our asses <laughs> off. Awesome. You know, loading up pallets and stuff. And I think it's hilarious that he went to your bosses and told them that you were gay. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking, that's hilarious. Yeah, he, he convinced my bosses that I was gay, and that's why I was unhappy at work. <laughs> and now, being 39 and a little more educated, I could have sued the fuck out of him, probably owned that company. For discrimination or whatever? For discrimination. I come out, and Mike's just standing there, leaning against a pallet rack, fucking laughing his ass off. I'm like, dude, that is not okay, because I was in a rough spot at that job. I didn't want to be there anymore. Oh. And they were looking for all these reasons, because they went to Mike and said, why, why do you think Tiny's not happy? And Mike goes, well, I really, I think he's gay, and he's just having a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking Straight funny. up. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, but, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being gay. But I just, that, that they came at me like that, I'm like, no, I hate my job. I don't like you people. That's why I'm upset. I hate my job. Not because I'm gay. I should be happy. That's fucking funny. The little bit of the... Yeah, remember that? Yeah. All the time. All dude. the time. But obviously, you listeners can't see what we're doing, but you take your hands and you make like a cup, uh, a, a cup with your fingers, and then you wiggle them and go. Yeah, you gotta make the noise. <laughs> That's the ogling balls. That was the know. ogling balls, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, oh shenanigans! That was uh, and I was only there for an eighth of the shenanigans. We used too. to. We used. This is how big a shitheads we were. We all were, of course. But so Mike was at RSR. He got the little what we call the donkey punch. I named it the donkey punch. It was a little wood. Uh, wood. It was a little um, 
a window punch out, like a yeah. you know, for if you're in an a emergency. Center punch, yeah. Center punch, yeah. 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 Exactly. center punch is all it is. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> we go out, and for some reason, I I hate Volkswagens because they're Hitler mobiles. So we'd go out <laughs> at night and find Volkswagen buses and pop out all the windows. Jeez. <laughs> And we called it the persecution. So we'd be like, when we all lived at the compound, I'd go up to, to Mike's house and be like, dude, you want to go out for the persecution tonight? And he'd be like, yeah, let's go. And we'd go out and fucking go through neighborhoods and look for Volkswagens and pop the fucking windows out in them. All the fucking we were door, assholes. All the door signs on his refrigerator that he'd steal. Were you around when we had the uh, wars in the compound? Yes, yes, I was. Rock yeah. and roll and the sprinkler on the roof. Oh, the sprinkler <laughs> on the roof. Sending my sending my kid through the window to <laughs> steal the microwave. Yeah. Jess Brown having a cow. And <laughs> Jason at two in the morning looking out his window, like making sure that nobody's messing with his house. <laughs> Hello, Ray. Oh, that shit is so fucking fun. Hello, that was, Ray. We had a lot of fucking fun. The prostitute. What was her name? Oh man, what was her name? God damn it, it was so, it was something like for European too, right? Yeah, or something like yeah. that. And she would come and sit on the she'd sit on the stoop with us. Oh, what was that her was name? oh listeners, man. we were heathens, still a little bit are. Yeah, yeah, that was some hell raising, that's for sure. I apologize if this is unrelatable for you guys who are listening, but it's uh, we all grew up together and got into a bunch of shenanigans, so. Reminiscing is one of the things we do, but anyhow, on to some uh, actual topics to talk about. I figured we'd get this out of the way at the top. Uh, let's talk politics. Good old fucking Hillary and Trump ended up being our nominees. We have to deal with this shit. Uh, what do you guys think, man? I mean, obviously, I'm very opinionated about it, but what do you guys feel about it? Uh, let's start with Donald Trump. What's your philosophy on this asshole? Uh, I'll Don't give you mine. I think Trump's kind of... Um I believe that he is sabotaging the GOP. Yeah. I, th- I think that he has a different agenda, and that's to actually help Hillary win the election. You know, as a and a lot of people think that's a conspiracy theory, but it almost looks like it looks more like that's the believable story because he completely is a he's nothing that he's doing or running on says Republican at all about right. the way that he's doing that. What what is and or incenses me about the situation is that their electorate love him, and he is not Republican at all. He's barely a neoconservative. As a matter of fact, he's, uh, I don't even know what to call him. He's like a, a libertarian on steroids, but then he fucking flip-flops, and one day he'll be for this, the next day he'll be for that. He's just as bad as Hillary. As a matter of fact, I would say as far as flip-flopping and being a fucking liar, he's probably worse. So, uh, yeah, he, it's crazy, man, and it's so neurotic and weird, and there's so much weird shit going on, and, and the people that he chooses for his staffers and stuff is fucking weird, too. It's all, like, people that he's, you know, had around him forever or that he owes or whatever. It's just strange. Yeah, he, uh, I, I just have a feeling that he's got something, uh, uh, he's got a different agenda going, and yeah. and I don't think Hillary, she, I think she is expecting everybody to be on her side and to support her no matter what. Like yeah. uh, it's it's kind of like that kid in school that is best friends with everybody and draws everybody in and then they do something bad and but I'm still the good guy. Yeah. So so they're there. Um, I mean, look at the Olympics, lot key. Yeah, the, yeah, the bullshit what story. What is this? Like you got to give me a break, man. Yeah, that's You crazy. can't go to somebody else's country. And be a jack off, and then bolt. 
leave your bros hanging. Yeah. The bros now are all in a lot of trouble, and Lockheed's over here like, well, I'll cooperate when you, you straight up lied, dude. You did yeah. not get robbed. You were out partying. You fucked up at a convenience store, wherever they were. Right. They got talked to, and then they made up a story. Yeah. Which and, is bullshit. And so the whole Trump and Hillary thing, like... I see the Trump supporters, and I see their flags waving. They drive their diesels, and they have their guns, and they're all happy and everything. And I see the Hillary supporters, um, you know, and they have their agenda also. Personally, I've made my choice. I'm going with Gary Johnson. I know that it's not going to be – he's not even in the race. He's not going to even – he's not even going to be in um, the debates. Which you know. sucks. I think that's bullshit. Too. He's close. Yeah, but they need, well, he needs fifteen percent right. of of the poll, and the polls are fucking rigged. Right, uh, they are. Period. So it's you have yeah you have you have the the Trump on the one side, which is kind of this despotic possible uh, possibly aligned to help Hillary win, possibly aligned to just be uh, a complete fuck all to the GOP. Who knows. Um, the honestly, it's probably one or the other. I don't think he truly gives a shit about being president. I think it's all just about his brand and his money and bolstering his appearance. It's a whole any publicity is good publicity kind of thing. Um, Hillary's a fucking crook. She fucking yes. her and Debbie Washington Schultz and the whole DNC can oh, fuck themselves. Yep. I, I, I based on principle, a lot of people have asked me this and they're like, "You have to vote for Hillary. We can't have Trump." But they don't understand that like that's what they want to happen. That's that is their way to manipulate and control, and that's what's going on. And I and I don't fucking agree with it. So I'm gonna write in Bernie's name. I I read something the other day on social media, Facebook or something. And it was like you have to vote for one of the two evils. Which one are you gonna vote for? You know, I'm not. I and and I'm like, I you know I did my research. I saw, you know Johnson, he's got his he's got his faults, but I like his foreign policy. I like yeah. you know I like the way that he wants to. Um, look at the deficit and, and figure out, you know, he's, he at least he thinks logically. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that over fucking Trump any day because he just is the most irrational human being I've ever fucking. And that's seen. the problem is people aren't thinking logically. They're not using common sense for anything. Zero. Like common sense is, is uncommon. <laughs> yeah, is it's leaving. It yeah. it seems to be this, um, uh, you know, a jackalope. Like you, yeah, yeah, some sort of mythical fucking thing out there that isn't doesn't exist anymore. And it's starting at childhood and it's happening all the way through adulthood yeah. and to see people that have common sense when you run into them you're like whoa hold on or somebody that opens a fucking door for you or says thank you when you open a door for right common courtesy yeah same thing they or, kind of are or driving on the freeway in the fast lane and you see someone coming up and you pull over into the middle lane so that they can pass you because yeah, that's and a passing lane you go back into the fast lane and you get a wave like mm-hmm. you don't see that like you don't see common I do that courtesies. shit all the time I drive for a living dude I drive tractor trailers for a living, and I see this shit every day, dude. And it's just, oh man, that's frustrating. Well, so and that bleeds off into you know the root of it is actually at at the base of society. Is it bad parenting? Is it is it just the the quote unquote liberalism and the changing and the you know the 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 rubberizing of all the fucking playgrounds and and putting you know on every you know participation trophies participation trophies and all that bullshit i think that's bullshit i think that that competition is healthy i think that skinning your fucking knee is healthy for you you know falling off of something (laughs) because you don't have proper balance is fucking healthy because you got to learn 
you know? I'm good at falling off of shit. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, mean, you know I learn every time I fall. Absolutely. Dude. I didn't learn how to do a fucking backflip because I didn't hurt myself the few times I tried. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you hit your face on the on the floor one time. You had to have. My two a few so, times. My two cents on both of them is they're both assholes. Yeah. And I'm not going to vote for an asshole. And the thing that I don't get is it Gary Johnson? Yeah, yeah. People don't realize if they really want him, they could show everyone how powerful social media is oh, right yeah. now with his election. We could have done it with Bernie. That's what he pisses me that's off. Stude, and that's, that's totally true, man. And I've been, I'm not the most politically minded person. I'm more, you know, call me ignorant, call me whatever, but I'm more focused on local politics. Because that's <laughs> what I can see and I can touch and sure. I can participate in. Where I don't, me, I don't feel like, like, especially in this election, my vote doesn't count. I mean, it, it does, but it doesn't. Yeah. Because with everything being so fucking rigged, I mean, how are people supposed to have faith in this system when everything that's on the news, everything that's on social media is government's fucked, big business is fucked, everything's fucked. How can you believe in anything? Man? Yeah, absolutely. You know? Well, and that's, and that, well, that's another thing, too, is that, is it really that bad? Like... Honestly, the I think last... we're getting smoke blown up our asses. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think so, too. I think definitely. a lot of it is this, you know, especially if you turn... I hate watching Fox News, but every once in a while, I'll venture over there <laughs> just to see what kind of yeah. fucking charade is going on. Al Jazeera, man. That's Dude, it is crazy how much fear and manipulation and bullshit they put through that oh, news network dude. just to fucking... They have this, like, terrorist thing that's a terrorist update. The ticker blah, tape blah, on the yeah, bottom. The yeah. Tape, yeah. What the yeah. fuck? It's like, this guy got killed by Wiley e. Coyote in right. the Nevada desert. You know, <laughs> Obama just released a bunch of people from Gitmo. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're going to go back and become terrorists. Yeah. Well, you know what? They're just, Maybe... It's almost like they're just waiting for one of the anchors to just say the n-word well, at this point right. and just fucking get it you turned me on to Al Jazeera dude and that's one Al of my Jazeera. only news yeah. that's what Al Jazeera English is one of my only news resources anymore it's because super clean it's it, just straight it's straight news. up it's straight news there's no sides and, taken in, um, yeah, yeah. In, it's in just what happened it's like, just yeah. this is fucking what happened and this is how it went that as far as we know, and you can't and get that you, with 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 five corporations owning the majority of every media network, or less than that. I think it's yep. two now, owning all of the media outlets. You don't get any real news unless you go third party to like a Al Jazeera Dude, or you know wherever. Something else. that sent things home for me is my my mom and dad are in their mid seventies. My dad's a veteran, retired police officer. My mom worked for the government. Watching them watch the news is the most frustrating thing to me because I tell my mom, who is a, a, an immigrant from Germany, that I'm surprised, I'm glad that the TV doesn't have feelings because it probably would have committed suicide by now. <laughs> and this, uh, this, is an, this is an educated woman. Yeah. I'm not telling her age because my dad raised me. He never asked ask a woman their age or their weight. Right, right? It's true. But... I, lo I watch my mom, and other than the news, the other funniest thing to watch her watch is Jeopardy. Because she probably says asshole like 20 <laughs> times to Alex Trebek because she thinks he's a, he's a pretentious ass. But and people wonder why, I, uh, why I'm trying my hand at comedy. But it, it just it hits home watching them watch it. And my dad, Brandon knows my dad. And uh, my dad just sits there and shakes his head. And he's never gone as far as saying, oh, we're fucked. But he has said, he goes... Well, at least when I was your age, politics were politics. Yeah, yeah. Because he's it's seen a, great presidents. My dad was born in 1940. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so and, he he got to see some of the New Deal. And my mom's and seen see... shit. She was three years old at the end of World War II in yeah. Germany. You yeah, know, that's wow. crazy. And that's I mean, huge. it's and you hear and my parents don't talk a lot about that stuff, but when I ask them, they'll trickle some stuff out. But oh, it's yeah. just like 
damn, I take so much shit for granted being when I grew up, you know. I mean, in, when words in our 70s, yeah, we were there when cell phones first came out. We yeah. were there when the internet was first created. We were there for 9-11. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no shit. Which That's is our Pearl Harbor, you know what totally. I mean? Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, well. You know what's crazy, and to me, that's that, that you bring that up is interesting because I feel like Pearl Harbor was an actual event. Pearl Harbor was a, a fucking thing where somebody else attacked us. It was a declaration of war. Absolutely, yeah. it was a real fucking like like we're coming to attack you. This is real. What the fuck ever happened to that? Everything is now. This is terrorist, and it's a one-off thing. And there's all this like like. And I'm not saying that it should go back to being fucking battleship where you yeah. know C9 I sunk your fucking battleship. Or anything, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, and I understand that guerrilla warfare and, and and modern warfare and stuff. The way it is now, that's that's how if you are in a less civilized, you know, warring regime, that you have to execute it differently. But why in the fuck? Are there's now so many boogeymen, you know, there's so many boogeymen, there's, there's ISIS, there's Boko Haram, there's all these, and they all apparently are Islamic, and they all are, you know, want Sharia law, and they want to fucking kill everyone, and all this stuff, yes, I understand that, yes, I know it's religious fundamentalism, that's fine, um, and I'm not trying to play the, like, elitist white guy removed from it because I live in America, because, I, because I'm not, you know, I know it's right there, but, uh, 9-11 being what it was, and the fact that a lot of the people who executed 9-11 were Saudis, Saudi nationals. We think, uh, yeah. Some of them, uh, well, according, yeah, exactly, according to the, the report, the right. majority of them were Saudi. According to the spoonful of shit that we've been fed. Exactly, right? And, and then you get the people who are like, well, that's, you know, this is all conspiracy theory and whatnot, but the fact that, you know... Little weird shit like 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 World Trade Center Seven building falling for no fucking reason, you know, like uh, the fact that there were tons like the whole fucking both World Trade Center buildings were built framed out of steel. Steel doesn't fucking just melt and crumble like that. Like it, I'm sorry, like it even will, if it was it will malleable, at a certain heat, yeah, yeah, it will I at mean, a certain heat, but it won't. It literally won't from top to bottom execute a, even in a pancake fashion like that. You'd have some debris really fucking right. moving out. You'd have toppling, there, you know. You know, there's, I I have my beliefs on what whatever happened. I you know I think George Bush, I think he had a vendetta against, um, you know, certain people in the Middle East, and because Daddy didn't do the job the first time. Yeah. And so he goes he in there, the run up war. to the Iraq War, sure. and he needed he needed America to stand behind him. Yeah. He needed dudes with Dodge. Yeah, but dualies to, but to drive around with American flags hanging out the back of those trucks yeah. and everybody crying when the national anthem was playing. That's what he needed. So, yeah. But to this throw happened. unwilling Americans out of 70th floor buildings holding hands right. because he has an agenda. I just want to see... All I want from our government is to see people be held accountable for what they fucking done. Well, That's I don't, all I care about. I don't believe right now George Bush can go out of the country. I think that he is stuck in the country because if he was to leave the country and go to certain places, I believe they would arrest him and try him as a war, war criminal. Crimes. Yeah, well, him and him and Cheney and Cheney. Yeah, Dick Cheney, Dick Cheney, Carl Rove, and George Bush are war criminals, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah, absolutely. They killed over six thousand of our men for that war, period, and then countless hundreds of thousands they, of civilians. They killed the kid that lived across the street from me. Yep. You know that kid went in the Marines. He was a Marine. And died in compact, in action. And so, you know, like, my dad, rest his soul, that man, he, um, 
the kid when he passed away his name was jeremy long and um he did everything for the mother he my dad bent over backwards he's he's a navy guy was in korean war he did everything and right after that happened their house burned down no fucking way and my dad he right after their son died their house burned down yeah almost i i think it was about a month and a half jesus christ they had nothing um sammy the daughter zach the older boy they were like they're out and my dad found them a mobile home and parked it on that lot and i believe that my dad paid for that mobile home no shit my dad was the guy that went up and down the street with american flags and put them on on mailboxes he would knock on the door and say you know i mean this is to support our troops people were like yes and the whole entire street was american flags wow so when George Bush came a knock into my dad when he was in election time and they called and wanted my dad to come down and, and show up at this thing, my dad told George Bush to go pound sand. Good. <laughs> and Good. it was it was probably the proudest thing I've ever... It, I have one thing that I'll remember my dad forever. It's the me watching him on the phone tell George Bush to go fuck himself. That's like, awesome. He said, no, I will not. I will not support you. I don't support you. You're killing innocent people. You started a war for no reason, which, guess what? 2016, what did we find out? You know, what have we found out? No weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, no weapons of mass destruction. Boy, Saddam Hussein really wasn't a bad guy because, you know Not even chemical weapons. Right. They didn't find anything that was nefarious. They found bleach. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. They didn't even find uranium. Right. I mean, come on, guys. Fuck. We're probably right. sitting on uranium right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, a little radon coming through the floor. Yeah. It's no big deal. It's good get a little for you. crazy. Hey, lead yeah. paint. Makes Not the teeth uranium. white. What is it they mine? They mine for uranium. Yeah, uranium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. D used to mine for uranium in, yep. in uh, Utah. I almost U- said uranium. Uranium, and then they, ref- they refined <laughs> it into plutonium. Uranium. And yeah, that's plutonium. what they used for the. Yeah. Plutonium. For... Mm, plutonium. What was the, uh, the DeLorean? What did it run on? A flux capacitor. Right. But what was the fuel for it before they put it the was Mr. plutonium Fusion first? But then there was Mister Fusion. Yeah, Mister Fusion, and they yeah. used banana peels and stuff. Yeah. Oh no shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. That. I haven't watched those movies in so long. Dude, they're on Netflix right I, now. I just know that they I've have watched to all get, three back to back. They like have to get to one point twenty one gigawatts. I know right. that. Right. <laughs> At, well, how many? Was it seventy seven miles per hour? Eighty eight. Eighty eight. Come on, Jim. Seventy seven. Eighty eight. Whatever. Same fucking difference. They're repeaters. <laughs> wonder what would happen if they hit 99 wonder if they put Michael Jackson Michael J. Fox in that thing now <laughs> I just go in circles <laughs> wow dude you <laughs> went there too <laughs> I don't know I don't know if Parkinson's makes you a bad driver is that guy doing the night at the Roxbury thing oh no he's just got Parkinson's <laughs> I guess I heard a story that he went to like uh, Nepal or something like that like in the Himalayas and then his Parkinson's basically went away, like high elevation, like elevation. His, yeah, some oh, weird, it's interesting. Weird thing. Yeah, something. I, it could be bullshit. So I just heard that from somebody. But I hope we don't have any listeners that have Parkinson's. <laughs> if they do, I'm sure they have a sense then of humor about come it. To my comedy show. <laughs> Please still come. I'm or mine. My, my opening joke at my first comedy set was uh, that I like to go to old folks' homes and take uh, uh, Jenga games to the Parkinson's wing. <laughs> I just watch them at the party and say, "Oh." <laughs> Was it crickets? Were they <laughs> no, laughing? they laughed and I got a lot of ooze. Cards right. Against Ooh. Humanity and Braille would be fun watching a bunch of blind, uh, blind people play Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Which is another thing is that, you know, they, you're looking at these 
Trump has no agenda for for medicine and and you know going forward with things, and neither does Hillary really. Yeah. Like, it's oh, just keep let the drug companies continue, you know. But let's look at really what's going on. Yeah. Well, so what'll happen at least as far as I because I I have to research them because I'm a fucking neurotic politic dork. Um, <laughs> basically, Hillary More just wants dork. to. That's true. <laughs> Uh, Hillary would be an extension of Obama's presidency as far as healthcare is concerned. She wants to refine it. Um, she supposedly is going to try and adopt uh, a philosophy towards building a single, single payer into uh, the ACA. Um, What's um, the ACA, Brandon, for those that don't know? It's the Affordable Care Act, okay. which is our health, current health care system and or Obamacare, which every jackass refers to it as. Um and then Trump wants to, you know, of course, because he's got to appeal to his base and right. cause them to fucking raise their fists and chant Trump and, and ignorant shit. Uh, he's like, I'm going to repeal Obamacare day one. And he has no plan for what he's going to replace it with. So all of us that have insurance through Obamacare, which I do, because running your own business, trying to get insurance before would have cost me about six grand to seven grand a year. Or having diabetes and high blood pressure. Exactly. Right. So I have insurance now that I pay right around 100 a month for that is comparable to what I would have been paying five or 600 right. a month for. I do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So you know. So all of us who either own our own business or are, own, are sole proprietors or contractors or even have jobs, yeah. independent contractors or even have jobs where they don't get uh, insurance can now have it and it's actually affordable. Now, uh, granted, and a lot of people want to blame you know, Obama for this and that. It's not him, okay? He just wanted it to be a more streamlined system and for prices to be lowered because the market has is filled with more customers, which is how it's supposed to be, because the profits would still increase. Yes. But because the fucking pharmaceutical industry and the lobbyists, and because the medical industry and lobbyists are so fucking greedy, they lobbied the fuck out of it and changed a bunch of the rules and laws, and that's why it's still so expensive. Because, I mean, even if you're paying two or 300 a month, like, I remember we looked up a policy for you, and it was like, what, 360 a month, something yeah. like that? for that the was like the goal. Old the nicest roll. one, right? Yeah. Which, which back, which before Obamacare would have cost probably eight hundred a month. And more like twelve. Or, that's why I quit racing. I quit working as an independent contractor for race teams. Yeah. I couldn't afford the insurance. Yeah, right. ridiculous. But yeah, that that plan before Obamacare would have been thirteen to fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah, it's insane. It's fucking insane. It's price gouging, and and you're not supposed to do that. the The thing, the thing that our country was founded on, as far as business goes, is the whole system. Well, business politics, a lot of other different things, but is checks and balances. That's how government works. That's how people work. That's how infrastructure works. There is checks on things, and you have to balance stuff out, or else it isn't going to fucking work. You get the, you know, from the disparity of wealth, you know, the top one percent owning all the wealth in America, to our infrastructure bleeding fucking dry and, and failing in a lot of places. Yeah. It's it's problems. There's so many people who are so concerned about their slice of the pie that they don't give a fuck about the other millions of people who don't have a piece of yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, that the documentary I watched yesterday on Netflix, which a lot of it you're like, I kind of raised an eyebrow and was like, hmm. But they showed a statistic, and I probably have it wrong, but just to give an idea, it said out of 100%, three-quarters of the wealth in the United States is held by 15% of that 
Yeah. Yeah. So eighty-five percent of us are just the, the dregs of society to them. Well, so and that I never, was, I never knew that type of statistic. Oh, it's I'm way like, worse than that. Yeah. It's way I mean, worse than I've, that. I've understood that there's people, there's people out there that have more money than America has, right? Yes. Now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. so so look at the you know the, the Lee Iacocas, the Koch brothers, stuff like that. Uh, the um, who else? I Warren mean, there's Buffett. Warren Buffett. Yeah. Exactly. These are guys who have billions. Two trillions of dollars. I mean, they're, they're so rich that it's a, with a B, possibly they, they a trillion. Like, yeah, people, they don't even know. Yeah, they don't even know. It's, they it's hard. They can't tell you how much money. Well, to put it in perspective, the Koch brothers were going to spend, I think they said, $900 million this year on yes. the election alone. Close to a billion dollars. Just so we're going to, because we want to dabble in the politics. people that own Coca-Cola. No, no, no. no, no. Coke, Coke Industries. <laughs> Coke Industries. I was kidding. Is, oh, okay. <laughs> um, they just Aren't have they their Mormon? hands. and. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's I fucking, think they are. So that statistic, the one that you, the yeah. the eighty five percent or whatever, it's actually that was probably maybe in the late eighties, early nineties. Now it's even worse. Now yeah. it's like it's like of the hundred percent of all the wealth in America, it's about two to one percent have all the wealth, have like ninety nine percent of the money, and then the rest of us are all trying to take from the rest of the pie. You know, so um, and that becomes a problem because that money doesn't trickle down. That so what it, it what essentially has happened in the last twenty or thirty years from Reagan Reaganomics all the way up to here is just plain and simply shown that trickle down economics does not work. Right. The money never trickles down from the top. It doesn't. That's why People who, and a lot of people are fighting this, I see people post against it all the time, and it's funny, because it's people who usually have like a socially uh, service job or paid job, like a military job or something, they're pissed about the whole $15 an hour minimum wage. But they don't understand that that will bolster, if they went 15 nationwide minimum wage, the economy would fucking boom. My and wages then, would go up. You, everybody's wages. Driver. You would have to. You yeah. would have to raise everybody's wages. Profits would go up. It's, they don't understand. They look at little microcosms like, oh, you know, inner Seattle where downtown and, and the outlying regions, yeah, they raise the minimum wage to 15 bucks an hour. But you can't take just one area because you have to influence the whole area. Okay? If you only have one area that's making more money, but then, you know, Yes, I have to pay my workers fifteen an hour, but you know I can I can just move my business to this other county where they don't have fifteen an hour. That's what happens. But if you make it the standard, that's when everything changes. Yeah. People don't understand that. They just want to fucking they want to balk at it. They want to talk shit about it, and they don't understand how economics works. People don't understand how politics work. Po- politics work. Politics. <laughs> politics work. And it's frustrating as shit because it's really easy to figure out, you know. And so yeah, I'm but. tired of praise going to the wrong people too. Like. You, it's it's a fart in a spacesuit to most of this stuff, but where's Elon Musk getting his thanks for building a Tesla factory in Nevada? That guy should be having people powdering his ass yeah. and saying thank you to him constantly. Well, having look met at him, what I look don't... at what that that factory's doing is going to do for Reno and the outlying area. Yeah, it's already jobs started and everything too. else. I yeah. mean, I'm in construction. We're out there building it right now. Well, yeah. the stuff I do is already done, but dude, it's. I mean, I, I don't know what the guy's like, if he likes cheeseburgers or not, but hey, he moved that business here. It's building a lot of jobs. And I mean, it's people like that should be getting more praise, not these billionaires that fucking hold it up their ass. Yeah. These guys that are trying to build the economy and stuff yeah. like that. Well, and invest in renewable energy. Yeah. Holy fuck. Like, we could literally have a solar field in the middle of Nevada that powers all of Nevada, but yeah. instead of doing that, they want to continue to burn he fucking coal. a battery coal. box that can power your house. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Let's not touch the solar either, because this, the whole entire state of Nevada ruined that. Yeah, yeah. Because Fuckers. We that fucked whole that up ruling, good. which is money. the most ridiculous thing ever. They're telling them that it costs money 
Let's see, what did the commercial tell me? Because I really listened to it. <laughs> they say, well, you know, you're paying more money because these people are using solar. Which is... Bullshit. The biggest crock of shit yeah. I've ever heard in my <laughs> it's life. total bullshit. So, let's... Let's take and remove five or six thousand people from jobs that were doing solar. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who is—he's one of the forefront guys with solar. I had a buddy who worked at Solar City, Solar City, and he's like, guy. "Yeah, we're closing shop." He told me one day, yeah. and those guys were fighting tooth and nail, and it's all for the mighty dollar because Warren Buffett owns Nevada Energy, and Nevada Energy doesn't want that that break. They do not yeah. want solar. Mm-hmm. Look and at those all the people. geothermal energy in Nevada. Oh, yeah. And they're yeah. building new plants every day. You mean geothermal energy that is owned by Envy Energy. Yeah. They bought bet. up all of those plants. All of them are owned or sub-owned by Envy Energy. And they own the one at the Pepper Mill. Oh, really? Because the Pepper Mill is run on geothermal, and any excess goes out and is geothermal, I didn't know owned that. by That's Nevada crazy. Energy. That's why there's a tax break there. Oh, yeah. Geez. I would give anything to own a small piece of property that geothermal was on because yeah. I'd never have to pay for it again. Right. No. You yeah. would you would have it made. You would you go out and find But then I'm just like everybody else who's making money off of nothing. You know. I mean, yes and no. Here's the deal. The technology exists, okay? We can put windmills up. We can put solar panels up. We can literally power ourselves from things that happen every day and do not pollute. Why the fuck aren't we doing that? Why is the logic not being seen and used? That's it. If it wasn't for fucking greed, and the thing is, is there's money to be made there as well. They just have to restructure and reinvest. Oh, that's it. The jobs that if we built wind farms and dude, we would be the biggest wind farm place in the world because what what is it in Reno that we always have? Fucking wind. Wind. Every day in the the summer. Always have wind. One o'clock, we're gonna have wind. Yep. Afternoon winds every day. And we know it's prevailing. It's coming from the west. Yep. West going east. Yep. Yeah. And and what about sun? We have sun three hundred days a year here. Like that's on an average. Mm -hmm. And and. With t- modern technology, we can have PVs, solar panels that are following the sun path. So in yeah. the winter, we're still getting maximum amount of sun. Fuck money. They have then, giant. They have uh, areas that are mapped out for giant solar arrays in the middle of the desert out in Nevada that could literally power the West Coast. Right. One. One. One place. <laughs> right now, there's a place down in California, and it's it's down near. Uh, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, out in the desert. Yeah, end. it's on three ninety five. Actually, you drive by it when you're going like by Mono Lake, probably like Indio. Oh, where the satellites are further, further down. Where the alien Way satellites further. are. Yeah. 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 So out there is is it's a it's a whole PV. It's it's solar panels. You know. Yeah. And um, I forget what how much they put out a day on a cloudy day because. You don't need the sun to be hitting ultraviolet rays. the PV. Yeah. You need the ultraviolet. You get more ultraviolet off the sand without mm-hmm. sun and with clouds. You're getting you're getting a reflective now. You're yeah, yeah. A bounce. So you're getting the bounce. Yeah. <laughs> That's Sorry, the I've, bounce? Got a, I've got a story about a bounce from the sun. That I'll share. <laughs> a bounce. <laughs> so they're so they're they're creating this energy, and they could power San Francisco and Sacramento. With a cloudy day, two gigantic cities, yeah. two, two cities with over a million people. You're talking I get horribly sunburned on cloudy days. Too. Five, six, seven, eight million people probably. Yeah. So, thirteen million. Yeah. You know, electrical. Yeah. Homes outlets. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. What, whatever, however you would want to look at that. Yeah. So there's this whole thing about solar, and then wind energy is, it's the best. 
because we have a ton of wind. Why wouldn't we want yeah. to have a wind farm out there down by Tehachapi, Woodward, yeah. West? There's so many places. You go in there, and, and those things are spinning all the time. And, and you, can just, you can just see it. It's just like, look at that, man. We, okay, people complain because they, oh, they look... They're they're messing up my view. You have a view of the desert, man. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I can tell you what it looks like. It's yeah, brown. It's sagebrush and dirt. There's sagebrush and rattlesnakes. Man. It'd be actually kind of <laughs> cool to see a fucking windmill there. Right. Thank you. I would have one in my backyard, you know. And they yeah. have they have horizontal windmills. The big ones we see, they have the vertical, the wind spires. Like yeah. So there's a wind spire right down the road here at at um, Squeeze In. On the corner. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 it sits there all the time and they spins. They should make them look like pinwheels, and then all the hippies would like them. Fuck yeah. Right. They would. Burning Man. That, well, I guess there's there was a <laughs> push, too. Burning Man, dude. Oh, God. Right around the corner. Get your water. I guess because of renewal, <laughs> renewable energy was such a big deal, there was a huge push to make uh, going off-grid illegal. And uh, and if you're in the city limits, I heard about that. And, and it was a Nevada thing, and a few other states adopted or whatever. We have a uh, good old Governor Sandoval to think of that. You can't fucking you can't collect your rainwater. You can't collect your fucking rainwater. Right. That's bullshit. Like what the what? You own property. If I'm on property, I'm gonna collect whatever the fuck I want. You can right. eat a goddamn dick sandwich with, with extra. Cops yeah, you off. can't you can't recycle gray water either. Like so, your dish yeah. water, your yeah. bath water, but you know. Biodiesel and fucking corn fuel and shit is this big craze. Right. But what's the fucking difference? Of course, because it's fucking it's for. And, and supplied by you know Chevron, Exxon, Mobil, all those fucking yep. companies that that get government subsidy. By the way, oh, let's talk about that, motherfuckers. So we have all these assholes wait, in the wait, right wing who, who want to fucking be pissed <laughs> off about all the entitlements and oh, everybody wants to shit for free. Okay, if you took all of Bernie's policies, the the healthcare, single payer system, um, free college, all that stuff, it would have added up to about 180 billion. That's it, 180 billion. Take a wild guess about at how much last year alone the oil companies got subsidies from the government. It had to have been in the trillions. N- not that much. That over 10 years, a trillion dollars. I'll say 680 billion. As close as more about 440 billion dollars. They fucking pissed away. Not only on 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 gifts and handouts, tax breaks, and actual subsidies to. Uh-oh, what happened? Nothing. I'm not going to fart or nothing. I just... Oh. <laughs> and funny? all these fucking big oil companies are run by the biggest banks in America. Yeah, yeah. Or, or owned or ran. That makes me sick yeah. to my stomach. Yeah, it's I one or the other. that documentary. Yeah, they're all... It's all intermingled. All Can I throw in a little thing that we mentioned earlier? Throw it in. If there's any burners listening, Reno is not your fucking garbage can. Take your garbage home. Not Bernie supporters. He means uh, Bernie, Bernie man, man people. Burners. Are those called Bernie supporters? Burners? Yeah, feel the burn. Feel people. The burn. people might might confuse that, so I just want to. Burning Man participants, don't dump your garbage on the streets of Reno like you did last year. You fucked arts. Yeah, or a year before. Fuck. And not, have have you guys seen how bad it gets the Fourth of July at the lakes and shit? Yeah, it's terrible. Why, we were there. Fucking, I know. Throw your fucking garbage away. Why Somebody is it okay? Stole my camp chair. Okay, here's the grander God fucking yes. Yeah, here's the grander <laughs> fucking picture because that right there proves a the fucking point, right? That there proves the point that. A, there's way more fucking assholes on this planet than there was 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. There is. 
And and the only reason why all these fucking people are assholes is because their parents are fucking shitty. Right. And they didn't teach them how to throw their shit away, learn logical thinking and common sense and common courtesy, uh, learn how to research and fucking find a proper news source, and wipe your ass the proper fucking way and wash your hands afterwards. So fuck all these fucking new people who are fucking it up. Fuck all the old people who are fucking it up too because they're old and they want to go back to the good old days when racism was okay and when fucking stealing people's rights it's away not was okay fucking anymore. okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not okay. It just pisses me off. I guess I better off. quit saying that word so much. It's like, hell the fuck? <laughs> fucking perspective is so it, fucking skewed. It's, it, that's the truth, man. People, the, the kids, uh, that whole you know, and it's funny because I heard my dad, my dad would say, hey, no respect. But, he's right. I was cut from a different cloth. Like, if I got in trouble, I got my ass whooped. Exactly. Oh, with a belt. Yeah. And you know what? I didn't do shit again. Exactly. Like, if I... If I did something wrong, my old man pulled out a belt and whipped me and then put me in my room and my mom didn't come and coddle me. No. She she was like, you should know better. Yeah. And guess what? I know better now. Exactly. I know things like when you get pulled over, don't be an asshole. Do what the cop asks you. You may not agree with it, but you can have your day in court. How weird that you learn consequences. Right. That's when people don't understand fucking consequences. They're those fucking pampered baby fucks, whether you're rich or you're a fucking ignorant fuck that wants to vote for Trump or whoever the fuck that, that just want to sit out there and fucking have everything handed to them and never have to fucking deal with consequences because they're American. They have an American flag. They drive a fucking truck that rolls coal and spits out a bunch of fucking unburnt fuel. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. And I don't relate to it, and it just pisses me off. You know, on that same note, I mean, I'm, I'm, I fully agree with what Jim's saying, but my dad was raised, you know, when he got in trouble, go pick a switch. And then if he went and got the switch and it wasn't big enough, he got beat even harder. Yeah. My old man, I can think of one time he laid hands on me and he spanked me yeah. when I was a kid. But, dude, you don't have to get, you know, not whatever to what Jim was saying. You don't have to get beaten to learn the right way. Right. Doing no, things. but you do you have just to be disciplined. Get raised right. You have to be, oh, no, my parents had ways of disciplining yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> but they weren't always stumping on me. Yeah. You know? But it was effective. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You learned man. your fucking I lesson. I mean, I'm still a shit bird, but I'm a respectful shit my, bird. There you go. My, I'm not saying my dad beat me to death. You no, know? no, no, no. And that's what all. I was implying. What I'm saying is that I told my dad a lie one time, and he found out, and he looked at me, and he said, you know what? I can't trust you now. And that hurt more, more than, than any, beating. any kind of beating. Yep. In fact, I do believe I asked my mom to have my dad whoop my ass so that he would trust me again. Wow. And that just shows right there that you learned. Yeah. yeah. You knew, you know. As much of an asshole as people may think I am, I really have a conscience. You're, like You're kind of a dick, Jim. No, but I am a dick for a reason. <laughs> and there's a reason to be a dick when when people aren't using common sense, oh, absolutely. when you open the door for someone and they look at you like you just shot them in the foot and you're like, well, fuck you, yeah. dude. How about you go kiss my ass then, you know? Yeah. And, I, and and here's the other problem in the world is that people can't handle when somebody will come up and tell you you're out of line or you're fucking up. Yeah, it's frustrating and too. I'm that guy. I will go and tell you, dude, you're being a jackass Or right when now. somebody walks up and goes, 
dude, tell me the truth. And then you fucking tell them the truth and they and get they, fucking they get, buttered at they you. They get mad at you and then they don't want to like, talk to you anymore well, and they talk shit about you like on me? Facebook, yeah, right? Exactly. Oh. Please, please be honest with me. Then you're honest with them yeah. and instead of having a conversation right then about the problem that you need to be honest with about, because they're looking go to get on social media. Like my mom says, the American offer. Yeah. I've told you about That's that. true. When you told That's me about that, I'm like, American That's, offer, that's so that shows how intelligent your mom is because yeah. coming from Germany and being an immigrant yeah. and stuff and seeing the way that we operate. And you know what? They don't do that in Europe. They really don't. No. I, I'm friends with a lot of Europeans. I've been there a couple times all over the place. And all the European people that I meet, they don't fucking spit shine each other. They don't pull no. us bullshit. They're straight up. And it, it seems weird at first. No smoke blowing be up nope. anybody's asses. You're a fuck up. up, you're told you're a fuck up. Absolutely. It's just like the guys that were talking to you and they called you the Godzilla. The Godzilla of crackers? Yeah. yeah. I mean... Yeah. I they're appreciate just, that. Dude. They're just saying, you know, it's some not, black fellas at the AMP. Man, you're the motherfucking Godzilla crackers. Right. <laughs> right. And you know what? I've been in many, a, many a heated arguments because I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to tell yeah, you. Like, absolutely. You're fucking up, dude. Yep. And here's why. I'm not just going to tell you and leave. I'm going to explain to you where, to why, I'm, why I'm seeing it, mm-hmm. what I am seeing. And I'm a pretty observant person. Yeah, so. because you want to come to an understanding, especially my, I always tell, I always tell Matt this. I always say, listen, a good friend is somebody who's going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Right. You know, and, and that honesty to me is refreshing. I always tell him, I'm like, dude, if I'm fucking up or something's up or blah, 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 be honest with me. Tell me. Like, if I'm fucking, if I gained a bunch of weight, be like, dude, could be in a fat ass and eat a salad. I'd be like, shit. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. That's the pot calling the kettle black. Color. I know. I know. But still, I am resting good, my hands on my belly right now. It's a good for instance. <laughs> I'm resting but my head on your belly. <laughs> I, I have a funny story about that. So That's my titty. So uh, we have my my girlfriend plays softball. Oh my god. My, Where the titty at? Yo, where the titty at? Where Demita at? The titty, Demita. Put your titty back up in there. Titty and poop. Um, <laughs> my girlfriend plays softball, and, and uh, she's got there. She plays softball with a bunch of fun people, great people. I've I've met them all a thousand times uh, that she's worked with for years. And um, this one particular person, I won't say his name, uh, last week I went to watch her softball game, and this kid it shows up and is absolutely just pissed drunk, trying to play shortstop. And it's a co-ed softball league, so it's not super serious. But you want to try and show up and at least be half there, right? So he's out there, and they're hitting balls towards him. And it's just his reaction time's awful. He's all over the place. He can't make a three-foot throw to second base. It's just everywhere. It's bad. And... um, but, you know, the funny thing is, is that everybody's saying stuff about it. Literally, every other player is saying stuff about it, but not with an earshot of him, and nobody's saying shit to him. Right. So, at the end of the game, we get done, and we're all talking about the game, we're walking up to the cars. And uh, and we all kind of stop and say hi to each other and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, and the kid comes up, and, and he's just like... He's trying to basically uh, placate himself and his behavior and his drunkenness by saying, oh, he was just out of it and he could have done better. Sorry, guys, blah, blah, blah. And and I'm like thinking to myself, no, why is nobody saying anything to this fucking kid? And so I, it, sitting there like wanting to fucking pop, I just go, dude, maybe next time don't show up to the game pissed drunk. And I say that to <laughs> him. And he didn't like it. Of course he didn't like Good. it. Good. And and so he he wanted to be mad at me, but you know what? He should have just been mad at himself for right. showing up to to something completely inebriated and not helping, but completely being a detriment like to your me team. Blaming McDonald's for being fat. Right. Totally. Exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. like me going, "Fuck you, McDonald's. You made me fat." No, right. your ass driving to the fucking drive-through and eating twelve cheeseburgers a day that made me fat. You know what I'm saying? Only eleven, bro. 
Oh, sorry. Handle the 12. Yeah, 12 is one too many. Yeah, At least yeah. the 12th yeah. wouldn't have French fries stacked up. I usually go with the baker's dozen, so... Dude, the days of going and working out with Cliff and Jonah at Flex, and then going to fucking the McDonald's at the at, at four at Tri-State, uh, yeah, and fucking ordering like forty a cheeseburgers of cheeseburgers. Like, it literally, the was a tray would be covered with cheeseburgers, and that's how we would justify it. We just worked our asses off at the gym. Let's eat all these fucking cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah, that shit was awesome. Can I get a tray of cheeseburgers and a small diet coke, please? <laughs> You know you're fat when... Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. All right, on to fun stuff. Uh, on to fun stuff. You know what? I am? I don't know if you guys are football fans. I coach. I uh, coach here at a local high school, Damani Ranch. Pretty excited for the season. It's It's been taking up a shit ton of my time because uh, I also have a business to run and other stuff going on, but I love doing it, so I do it for for the kids and for the fun of it, and plus the coaches are good to, to be with and whatnot. But I'm pretty excited for football season. Uh, you and R looks like they're going to have a good team. we got a lot of returning starters this year, so that'll be fun to check out. Um, yeah, just looking forward to the football season. Thought I'd mention that. You guys are excited. I know, Tiny, you're a Broncos fan. Are your Lions going to suck this year? Yes. Okay. As per usual. So it's like every other year. Yeah, thanks. Okay. Thanks for yeah. rubbing that in. Yeah. Uh, uh, I am you guys do Detroit have a cool Lions logo, fan. though. I am a Detroit Lions fan, so I'm a, it's, I'm a it's awful. player fan, not a team fan. I, I like Luck. I like Andrew Luck. Oh, okay. But I like him because he replaced my man crush. Who's your man crush? Well, that was Peyton Manning. Oh, okay. Fair enough. And um, I'm glad to see Peyton left. So am I, as a Broncos fan. Yeah. I hope he comes With back a as a coach. Uh, yeah. You know, he he's going he's gonna to come Guarantee back as a coach. he will. Guaranteed. So and I, he'll be one of the best coaches ever. Yeah. I didn't like, I don't like the Broncos per se, but I love Manning playing on that team, so I was rooting for the Broncos. Then. Are you an Eli fan? Uh, I like Eli. Yeah. Not so much of a man crush, though? No, not he's a man. He's got that weird nose. Not the man crush. <laughs> um, I think Peyton's fa- funnier. Um, in the commercials, if you've seen yeah, Peyton and nationwide. Eli. Yeah. yeah, and like Eli's yeah, trying to be yeah, tough guy, yeah, and then Peyton's yeah, like yeah. slapping him around and stuff. And and the new one where Peyton's in the line, oh, look, number 18, you know. And <laughs> Nobody's got shit on Pulls out the coupons. Yeah. Strahan's badass. Strahan is badass. Um, so I don't really have a team. Barrow. I like the Monty Ranch though. I like I, I worked there for a while, so Oh did you? Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I know some of the guys there and it's fun. It's interesting dealing with the well you know, I'm not the head coach of the program, so I don't have to deal with a lot of the shit. I do have to deal with the parents, um, and some of the kids who are just absolute snot nosed shitheads and some of them are just good kids. You just you know, you get all, all shapes and sizes, but but uh, our head coach is stressed out every fucking day because he has to deal with parents and the administration and the fucking thin line between love and hate of all that, you know, like, oh, you're doing great, you're winning games and all this stuff, but, you know, this kid did this and it's your fault. and blah. It's just crazy, the politics and the bullshit and the shitty parenting and all the stuff that goes on. It's yeah. just nuts, man. It's all full circle. It really is. You, you can see it, especially in youth sports. Like, yeah. I coach baseball and I saw some guys that were rough on their kids. I saw some guys that were rough on their kids but had tact to it. And then I saw parents that didn't give a shit about their kids and like you see all three of them you're just you just shake your head you know and then every now and then you get those parents that are really involved with their kids and you can see that they're going to be successful they may not be major league baseball players but they're going to be successful at what they do yeah absolutely it's pretty cool so like i'm not following high school football anymore since my last nephew just graduated from spanish springs oh nice but i had three nephews that went to spanish springs and 
my oldest nephew, he was a track star too. Uh, should have been in this Olympics, but he's on a boat in Alaska up where they do the deadliest catch. He's, oh, no shit. He's the biologist on board. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, huh. Look at him. He accomplished something. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. All, uh, uh, my other nephew, he's a um, airborne ranger in Georgia right now. Oh, he drives wow. a monster truck? Yeah. <laughs> he got a Toyota. Sweet. <laughs> And then the youngest one, he just graduated, so he's kind of like, what am I going to do with life? So he moved up to Oregon to figure it out, I guess. I, <laughs> smoke hella weed. Smoke the sickest <laughs> weed, bro. You know what? It's funny because I don't think any of my niece or my nephews, I know my son, I never have, and I know my sisters have never done drugs. Like, yeah. I haven't either, that's, except for nicotine and alcohol. That's crazy. Like, to Which think. they're drugs. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll drink a beer every now and then, but... Or you'll it's grab a, a six-pack of Mickey's grenades and throw them in Jason Clint's refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? They were missing later, too. I don't know. What happened to those, Jason? Weird. weird. <laughs> what happened to those? <laughs> oh, but fuck. I, I just, it's just funny that to see these kids, they're growing up, and like just the divide. You can see parents that care. You can see parents that don't care. Yeah. So, that, yeah. You know, not to get on another tangent of that, but... No, absolutely. It's it's definitely relative. Uh, I think this year I'm going to root for the Raiders. Just because. I hope the Raiders. I hope the fucking Raiders move to Las Vegas. That'd be awesome. Then their training camp is rumored to be moving to Reno. Which would be, yeah, because you really? want to train high altitude. Talk about economy, yep. dude. Come on, that'd be huge. That would be a huge boost. All right. dude, Where are they going to train at? How many oh, fucking? They could train at UNR. They have tons of intramural fields up there. How many Raider fans are in Reno? They could easily oh, have a summer camp up in at UNR. least half the city. Yeah. They have that, and you know what they would do is they'd build probably a. It would probably be like a one of those non permanent structures. Oh yeah. But every summer they do one of the big like. Blow up domes like exactly, the Texans do. exactly, yeah. and then have right probably near the oh, body yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah, off yeah, the yeah, yeah. Polydome. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Something like that because uh, the, they actually have really good facilities up there. <laughs> Biodome. Yeah. Poly Shore, Shore was in that, right? Yeah. <laughs> no wheezing yeah. the juice, bro. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Madison Bug. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, what's the deal? Oh, yeah, so I I mean right now I'm embedded no, in a baseball way. season and I'm really I like really like watching the Cubs. Yeah. I I like the youth on that team and that they're gonna win the whole thing. I'm I hope not they jump, do. I'm not they jumping on the bandwagon. I'm not jumping on the bandwagon. Indians are doing it this year, man. Because <laughs> I've said Indians are fucking doing it this year. Sorry, the Red Sox are doing it this year, guys. When, when, all are out of luck. when they uh, when they hired Theo Epstein after the Red Sox failed with him. And didn't didn't stand we up. We won a championship with Epstein. Right. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, you did win one, but yeah. it was all the guys he got on the team, and then yeah. So, well, and he took a bunch of them to the Cubs with him. Right. So. So. Epstein, and the Cubs did get robbed last year. Epstein is the man, and when he as soon as he went to Chicago, I was like, you watch five six years, they're going to be in the World I hope Series. so. I, I was rooting for him last year a little bit, especially because we weren't even in contention. So. And that Bryant kid's badass. Like I just. I love watching him play baseball. He's like um, Trout down in California. Trout's know. a beast, man. I, yeah. If you watch him, though, they're having fun. Like, yeah. those guys are having fun. Uh, Does he ever drop anything? I, Who? Drop Trout. <laughs> drop <laughs> Trout? What? <laughs> that was an awful joke, but it was funny. <laughs> drop Trout. Trouser Trout? Does he ever take his Trouser Trout out, bro? Boneless Brown. <laughs> Boneless Brown Trouser Trout? See? It was a good segue. Fuck you guys. <laughs> That's my, my kid. I, I asked him the other day. I said, what have you been fishing for? 
peanut colored boneless trouser trout and he just like looked at me he's like what do you mean <laughs> just well, went right over his head well peanut buddy come on come on dude in case you don't know peanut michael stevenson that's my son so his, yeah, his nickname is Peanut. The Peanut. Because when peanut. he was born, he had a little peanut head. A little peanut head. Kicking right a fucking bicycle, though. Yes. God damn. Yes, he can. He's a chip he's off the old block. Can weld the crack of dawn, too, from what I've seen. Yeah, he uh, he's a pretty talented he's kid. Very artistic. Yeah, he is a good kid. He's always been kind of a sweetheart. I've always really liked him. Whenever I go to shows and see him, he's always fun to see and stuff. I... I uh, I always wished he would have rode his bike more, though, because he was so fucking talented at it. And I'm sure you're the same. He still is. You know, he still is, yeah. And it's funny because I've ridden with him recently, and he does something outrageous. He'll do front flips, and he does tail whips, and, and all the tricks you see on the X Games or, you know, any kind of video. And he goes big. And he's got that fluid style, which I was always like, you got to learn style before you learn a trick. Go learn how to jump before you throw a trick into it sure which was i if anything that's what i wanted him to be more than anything was i just want you to have style your own yeah, style yeah absolutely and um he we were riding and there was a couple of dudes that i know that ride and they're like well, how do you feel about your kid being better than you and i was like well asshole let me tell you it was my goal to make my kid better than me because why would I want to be better than him? I want him to be successful. Yeah, you want it to be an improvement on your knowledge base. My yeah. Yeah. So what you're seeing when he does a front flip, which I'm not going to do, but when he does it, I was there and I helped him figure that out. We went through the process together. I can't do them, but I can see what's going on, and I'm a pretty damn good teacher. Yeah. Well, if you were in your we fucking twenties, you probably could do one. But you're not I, yeah. exactly a spring chicken it, anymore. It's so. funny, you know. I'm, I'm 46. I'm not afraid to say it. You're more of a one-legged rooster now. Right. You still get the job. Done. Right. I can hop around now. <laughs> one-legged rooster, but don't call you a cock. Right. Oh, you could. <laughs> Just call me a big... Call me the cock. A big cock. You give you the cock? What? <laughs> Do what? What? Jim, on the whole bicycle thing, actually, I'm curious. You'd be a good opinion of this. What's your opinion of what happened with Dave Mira? Um, Dave Mira was suffering from CTE. Uh, I knew Dave. I knew Dave well enough that he was at the golf tournament up at Tahoe once. He came in the Reno, and he he got a hold of me and was like, "Hey, dude, do you want to go to the golf tournament? You know where all the football players are." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Golf tournament, sure." So he had he got me a pass, and the dude, the dude. If you if you meet some people, they'll they'll tell you Dave Mira was a dick. He wasn't a dick. He was very confident in himself. Like he had that confidence. So this is kind of weird too because I'm not I I'm not stoked on suicides. Like it's the most selfish thing that can happen. But lately, Junior Seau, Mira, and there's been a host of others that have killed themselves. And they're coming out with this CTE, and I can't remember what CTE exactly is. I'll, I'll look it up. Keep talking. And I think what it's happened... It's what that whole show with Will Smith... The concussion, yeah. Con- concussion. Yeah. So CTE is... It's basically... It's scrambling the brains. Um, Olympic BMXer, bronze medalist, Donnie Robinson, lives in Napa, California. He's had 23 or 24 major concussions. Oh, fuck, fuck. 
So they're worried about three in the UFC. I I've had four or five major concussions. Yeah. So now I'm like. What are the signs? You know, what do I know? But they don't know. They only know CTE after the fact. They can only tell after. Yeah, it's because it only develops later after the brain has had the trauma. Right. Yeah. And so I feel so bad for his family, his his children, his brother, like all all of them. And, and the people that love Dave, I, I love Dave. He was a great guy. He would see me, if we were walking down the road, he would see me like, hey, what's up, Jim? You know, like yeah. he would come over and shake my hand. Which is a big deal for somebody who knows literally probably millions of people. Right. For him to go out of his way to be, that's, I think people like that are really but cool But he knew, pe- Jamie Josta is the same way. Yeah, that dude absolutely. from Hatebreed, he knows you. He can tell you the name of the band you were in, like what year it was. He could tell you if he's... He'll bring up stories, dude. Yeah. He brings up the fucking the insurrection story. That every time I see every him, he time. brings up that story. Yeah. And or so, Resurrection, whatever the name of that yeah, place is. Yeah, Resurrection. Yeah. So, I, I, and I, I think way too deep about things sometimes, I think. Like, I, I get so involved, especially with space and outer space. Like, I get so caught up in it. I'm like, I got to stop thinking about this. And the whole don't I say don't I this say whole fake. CTE thing, him, I, it just it pains me to think those last hours what was going on with him. Yeah, it and, was just a complete mess in his and brain. And it's it's almost morbid to think about this, you know. But I'm like, what was he thinking? You know, like was it that bad? Did he just? There was no end. He was like. I don't know how this is going to end. I know how to end it. I know how to take care of this because he thinks he's a burden or he, he thinks this everything. or that. And yeah. he had everything. He had a beautiful wife. He has children. People with CTE, though, they don't, they literally lose the part of their brain that, that understands, that, that allows you to kind of be perspective and be pragmatic about situations. And then I think it also causes like nerve problems and tremors and just a whole bunch of host of things Uh, real quick, just so people can understand what we're talking about. It's called chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Uh, It is a progressive degenerative disease of the brain found in athletes and others with a history of repetitive brain trauma, including uh, symptomatic concussions, as well as asymptomatic subconcussive hits to the head. CTE has been known to affect boxers uh, since the 1920s. However, recent reports have been published of uh, neuropathologically confirmed CTE in retired professional football players and other athletes who have a history of repetitive brain trauma. Uh, The trauma triggers progressive degeneration of the brain tissue, including the buildup of an abnormal protein called, uh, looks like tau. Oh, okay, so these changes in the brain can begin months, years, or even decades after the last brain trauma or end of active athletic involvement. The brain degenerates in association with memory loss, confusion, impaired judgment, impulsive control problems, aggression, depression, and eventually progressive dementia. Yikes. Is that why Mike Tyson's such a weirdo? It might be. It might very well be. I mean, Muhammad Ali... Oh yeah, yeah. Had he had Parkinson's. Parkinson's, but yeah. that was, was the direct by effect fighting. by problem boxing. brought on. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and this this presented protein. They're finding that a lot of uh, you know, with or without trauma, a lot of brain events are coming on because of either bad diet or foreign proteins and stuff introduced into the blood system and things like that. A lot of guys, old athletes that would use old supplements like steroids and mm-hmm. stuff like that that were causing... Lyle Alzado? Exactly. Well, he died of steroid usage, right? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he died he of an effect. Yeah. yeah, It was a Side cancer, effect. I believe. Yeah. And they said that it was a, a direct effect Maybe of yeah. steroids. Maybe in an underground fight club. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Shh. Don't talk about that. 
We don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> so, That's yo, his, first rule, his fucking stick out. and move, the move part was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't see him. He's a blur. <laughs> Remember Is Mike this Tyson's, guy the fucking flash? Remember Mike Tyson's punch out when he, did, he went against the Swami dude, Swami Ragnesh yeah. or whatever his name yeah. was, and he would fucking yeah. disappear, and then oh, yeah. <laughs> you'd have to punch him real quick? Right, and you would try and punch him in the, him the, the, the middle, punch. right? Yeah. Oh my god. So, this is something like cancer that I'm thinking about now. Is is there a chance that I have this CTE? Like, yeah. I've hit my head hard, dude. I yeah. Two and a half years ago, I was in Las Vegas racing a BMX race in a semi-main. A legend, a Hall of Famer, ran me over and put his pedal through my helmet. And I was out. Like, I didn't know where I was, yeah. what I was doing. I ended up in the hospital. They missed my vein with the... Oh, I was pissed. Damn. But <laughs> even, you know, months afterwards, I still had an effect. I was still... I had a this buzz every day. Like, I was blurry and everything and else. stuff and all that. And it took about seven or eight months for me to shake that. Like, you know, and finally I started feeling, you know, as normal as whatever, you know. Yeah. I don't know what normal is, but... But I started to feel myself again, and then the Junior Seau thing happens, and me, like countless other people, are like, well, how selfish is that? Yeah. F him, you know? Yeah. like Without understanding a situation. It's easy to, right. to, without perspective, judge somebody. You but know? then they bring this out, and I'm like, what is that guy? And the same thing I did with Mira. It's the same thing I did with Robin Williams. I'm like, man, what were they, you know? Yeah. you're at that point where you're like, you're going to end your life. What are you thinking? You know, like, especially when you're that successful. Right. Because well, it's Seymour Hoffman. And yeah. 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 Well, and that, you know, that's, why would you, why would you, A, continue to do heroin when you're that successful? I mean, I understand, but it's a drug and it's an addiction. Sure, I understand. But, and not only that, but then just allow yourself to get that deep. Uh, these athletes don't don't have a say in what's happening to them, whereas a drug overdose is very different. Right. now. So, um, but yeah, the 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 thing with this particular you know CTE is that yeah, if you've had one concussion or ten, you can get symptoms from it later in life right. because of the pre- the presentation of of that brain tissue that was traumatized breaking down later in life and then causing this odd effect. You know? Yeah, and so it's just it's something that. I don't dwell on it by any means, but with Dave and that happening, like I'm concerned now about Donnie Robinson. Like I, I have a legitimate concern and, and I get to talk to him every now and then. And I'm always like, I always ask him, how are you doing Donnie? You know? And, and I know Donnie well enough that, you know, I've seen him race. I watched him grow up. I'll talk to him. He's a great guy. He's a great guy, but I'm worried that someday I'm going to go on, the, you know, on Facebook and see that Donnie Robinson killed himself. Because he's had so many head injuries? Because of his head injuries. And that's that's not something I want to see. Like, I'm getting older and I'm seeing more and more people die. And I, I don't want to see people yeah, die. I, I want know. everybody to live with me forever, yeah, you know? Absolutely. Like, so, I hope that they can figure out a way to, to catch it before... That, that they can they can find a test a or marker or something, something or even yeah. that says an MRI or you have CTE let's deal with this the correct way yeah. you know let's let's find a way to um, to triage the problem yeah so that you're not on a freeway 
with a nine millimeter in your mouth and putting your brains on your, you know, on the roof of your car. Like that's, that's well, luckily not... because of that doctor, the doctor from the the movie that Will Smith played in Concussion, they uh, have somewhat of a way. The problem is, is that it has to develop. Right. It has to develop, and so the early catching is, I don't think, is yet a thing unless they go into the brain barrier. Um, which is, that's an invasive procedure. They don't do that for just anybody, you know. So that would be a huge thing. But CT scans, it does show up on, you know. And, and that's where he, he noticed, um, I'm pretty sure. It's either MRIs or CT scans. I'm pretty sure it was a CT scan, right? Yeah, yeah. CT scan is an MRI, just of the brain. Anyway, um, yeah, it's just, it's just, shit's crazy. Suicide, suicide's a weird thing to me because you have you do have the selfish people who just don't want to put up with life anymore yeah. you but then you have people who do have things like this that are just absolutely tortured they're right. in their own brain and it's just a fucking absolute hell for them they want to get out you have people like Robin Williams that are just so intelligent and so um, enigmatic not only in their own right but obviously in the world too that they probably are just at, he's probably a head case yeah you know you had you have to I think you have to be a head case to Mitch commit suicide Hepburn. Whichever. I think Stephen Hawking would kill himself if he could. And I'm not saying that like because he's in a wheelchair. I think the only thing that keeps him going is the fact that he's constantly pursuing new theories. Right. You know, and that's 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 why the the name of the movie was the pursuit of whatever the hell it was because that guy's driven. He's yeah. really driven, and he's no, and, fucking and, intelligent. And I think that he uses more of his brain than yeah a majority of human beings. They say we use ten percent. He's using fifteen. Yeah, you know, fifteen to eighteen yeah. is what I've always heard. Well, I think that that broke his body down. I, I yeah. have a I have a firm belief that that's what. Well, broke yeah, eleven percent people are like Mensa candidates. Yeah, yeah. So what's fifteen, dude? Yeah. You're a fucking computer. Yeah. I mean, it's. So, I hope that they can figure it out. I I really do. I and I hope, you know, they're not just pumping you full of medicine to sell medicine either. I, uh, pharmaceutical it, companies have control. It needs that. to be. and CAT scans should be a yearly checkup. Yeah, it needs I'll to be agree. something that. I agree with that. Look at my pops, dude. I know. It, need, it just needs to be something that's addressed, you know? Like, okay, no more depressing stuff. We've, we've beat the shit out of a bunch of depressing topics. <laughs> Let's talk about McGregor Diaz 2. It's happening Saturday. A lot of people are talking about that right now. I I love Conor McGregor. It's not just because I'm Irish. I think he's cocky, but he's fun, and he backs his shit up. Um, Diaz, same way. He's cocky, but I think he's kind of a shithead. Although, everything I know about him, and we have a lot of mutual friends, um... They all say he's a big fucking sweetheart. So, I don't know. I've never met the guy. Um, but I just want McGregor to win. I don't know why. It might just be the Irish in me. I just hope he fucking redeems himself. It'd be great. What do you I'm, guys think? I'm, I'm 100% behind Diaz. Okay. I I like water bottles being thrown. <laughs> you saw it yesterday. I didn't see it was that. bitching. I did yeah. not see that. Um, so, Diaz, they, he was up in the the balcony or something and they were running their mouth and McGregor got all pissed and then the next thing you know Diaz throws a water bottle <laughs> and then McGregor's grabbing water bottles off the table and hucking them up there and then they're like giant children yeah Perfect. and then Dana White jumps in there and he's like oh we're done and, and that guy's dude that shit's that guy's a douche stunts. that whole thing was just to get another million viewers yep, that's totally all that was, is dude. that's great like the marketing on that, whoever's marketing that stuff, genius. is doing a great yeah. job. They're doing. I their won't job. be watching it because I have a comedy set this weekend at nine thirty on Saturday <laughs> at Reno Tahoe Comedy with Joe Dosh out of L.A. But I'm sure I'll see all of it on the internet. So yeah. mindless plug of I, Matt's comedy. That's right. <laughs> I, 
I think uh, I think he actually trained for him this time, um, McGregor. Yeah. So it's going to be a hell of a fight. I have a feeling that it's not going to be a choke out. He thought he was going to walk over Diaz, and he didn't. But Diaz he, caught him. But it's not going to happen mm-hmm. this time. Let's let's talk Agreed. about that again. Like, it takes a man to say, you know what? The better man beat me, and he went and shook his hand. Like, yeah, he's absolutely. like, dude, he beat me. It doesn't mean I'm defeated. It means I've learned something, and I'm going to come back harder than more. Not before. run away from the game like good old Ronda Rousey. Oh dude. my God, dude! She what fucking coward, straight up dude. cut tuck tail and ran. She's hanging out with the Rock at WWE now. Oh Jesus, that's so fucking cheesy. Don't fucking taint my boy Dwayne Johnson with your bullshit, Ronda Rousey. Ronda, yeah, for real. Ronda, Rock for president. Ronda. Dwayne Johnson for president. <laughs> We need a meathead in office. I would. Lo- the Rock is actually super intelligent. I know. I'm still gonna call him meathead. I love that. He does and, the eyebrow thing. And the eyebrow thing. Could you imagine? Like, <laughs> could you imagine the Frenchies and they're all? Could you blah, imagine blah, blah, Putin blah, trying to talk shit to the Rock? And the Rock <laughs> fucking drops the people's eyebrow right. on him. He drops the people's eye on him, dude. And just says, "You smell." Like I the would love to see Putin get the people's elbow from the top rope, and, dude. That shit would be tight. But I think that'd be a good wrestle, like. I think Putin, wrestling, man. He's got some like a what? What is that they study in Russia? Uh, oh, assholiness. Fe, no, Fedor. <laughs> he fought that way. Um, vodka? Not shoot fighting. What is it? It's fucking catch um, wrestling. No. <laughs> what the fuck is it called? I know what you're talking about. I just can't think of it right now. Well, whatever that style is. It's not Krav Maga, is it? No, no. that's Israeli, no. right? No, that's Krav Maga yeah. is the art of. Kicking somebody in the nuts. <laughs> what? And then punching them when they lean over because you just kicked him in the nuts. That's all Krav Maga is. It's uh, the fine art of punching somebody in the balls. I hope we don't have any Krav Maga listeners who are so pissed off right now. <laughs> How many one nut listeners are pissed off right now? <laughs> <laughs> one nut. Uh, wrecking, red, balls. wrecking ball route. <laughs> Right. So hey, if you like it, go for it. But I've I've seen those guys train, and it's a lot of kicking and punching in the balls. So interesting. I seen it. They're uh, yeah. I think it'd be a good match. I think The Rock would come out on top though, because he obviously always, he always does. Rock, yeah. yeah, he's fucking great. I love The Rock. Yeah, yeah. full on man crush. I I would love. Yes. I would love to work out with him just so I could feel completely inadequate and like oh, yeah. a giant pussy. Yeah. And be like, Damn. I like his cheat meals, dude. Yeah. Like three dozen donuts, seven pizzas, yeah. 12 cheeseburgers. There's no fucking around, man. <laughs> dude, if I looked like that, I would have cheat meals like that, but I don't, so. <laughs> we got the cheat meal part down, Pat. Yeah. We just got to get the working out in. Every meal's a cheat meal. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Awful. Oh my god, this is my cheat meal. My lunch was a cheat meal, too. Fuck off. <laughs> I, didn't Dana just sell the... the, the they uh, did for billions. It was... I can't remember. Let's see. Let me look it up. But they quick. kept him in as CEO. He's still, or, he's still in as CEO because the UFC without Dana White is the UFC. Yeah. Well, actually, the UFC without Joe Rogan would not be the UFC. Let's True. get this straight. Joe Rogan... What about Buffer, dude? Four billion. The, they sold UFC for four one billion of the best with the beans. And 20 years ago, it was a laughing stock. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was. 20 years ago, they built a $4 billion empire. Yeah, and 10 years ago, Dana White, or 15 years ago, Dana White said women would never fight in the UFC, too. And now they're some of his best draws. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Because it's awesome to see hot chicks beat the crap out of each other. It totally is. Is it bad of me that I always want, like, a titty to fall out while they're fighting? No, not, dude. (laughs) Not at all. I watch commercials and I hope a titty falls out. Hey, I watch... (laughs) I watch women's beach volleyball. Oh, oh, dude! Boom! boom. The 
the Brazilian the Brazilian women's beach volleyball oh, team is my oh, favorite sports shorts, team ever. You, yeah. sweet baby Jesus. Ever. Both teams. Yeah. I don't even care. Oh which. no, this is beach volleyball. They're in bikinis, homie. And I don't care about that. Even in the the Olympics when they're doing the volleyball stuff on the court. Oh yeah. Those no. trunks. Those shorts right. are just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're holding everything they're nice. Right, and, they're holding everything yep, together, man. Very nice. Man, I'm so yeah. glad I didn't have a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel so bad for dads these days. My my head coach at Damani has a daughter, and she's you can tell she's going to be a little kitty when she grows up. But I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, you are, are going to have to have the patience of a fucking Zen Buddhist. Because they're great to raise until they're fucking... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ava. Ava's going to be... I'm going oh, to be the stern uncle with her for sure. Because she's going to be a I have a knockout. feeling I'm going to be sitting on their porch with a shotgun on prom night. Shit. Chris. You ain't shit. So, yeah. Uh, kudos to those who have daughters. I, I don't know what would happen. Uh-uh, dude. Luckily, all the low men have two boys. So, yeah. if some girl one day lets me do that to her, I'm probably going to have two sons. <laughs> let you do so that. Let you do that to her. <laughs> Hey, hey, girl! You gonna let me poke fun at you with this hey, thing? Matt, come here! I guarantee you, two boys. Two Matt, boys. Come here. Why don't you go on do that to and me? Just put guaranteed two boys. He wants it. They're pretty good. And I will pick you up at the bus stop. That's right. <laughs> but you better pass the door lock test, bitch. Yeah. All right. The door lock test. The door lock test, man. Fucking a. Oh boy. Who says you can't learn shit from movies? Right. Yeah, I learned a lot from that movie. Oh, like how to kill man. somebody with a pen. Like, you can talk with three fingers even though you have five. <laughs> no, what else you can do with three fingers? <laughs> yep. You can do that. I don't know what it does. I know what you can do with four fingers. That's the Vol- that's the Star Vol- Trek. Vol- <laughs> <laughs> um, I know what you can do with one finger because a bunch of Californians did it to me today. What's that? Fuck you. Yeah, dude, I'm like number 23 right now. Oh, wow. I just keep adding the number one, so I'm number 23 today. <laughs> People evidently don't like trucks on Highway 70. Michael Jordan was number 23, and he's a legend, so you're right there with him. Right. I'll be 24 by 7 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. <laughs> cool. Nice. Oh, you start. You don't start over every day, every every shift, every 24 I hours. count them up for the week. Oh, I My best you. week so far has been 156. Nice. And that's when I was racing. Nice. One, five, six. That's those long days on the highway. 18-hour days. Yeah. Sundays of being in Chicago, being Damn, so you're averaging almost 10 fingers an hour. <laughs> Fuck, That's man. awesome. That's a quick math for you. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a racing truck, dude, it's... Because most of the time, people are staring at the truck trying to see what the graphics are yeah. on the side. Yeah. Where in a dirt truck, they're just hoping a rock doesn't fall off and crack their windshield. Agreed. I know I do the same thing. I see a dirt truck, I'm like, Fuck this thing. I'm going yeah. around it. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Well... That was fun. I had a good time. I don't know about you guys. Can I throw a little plug in? Yeah, absolutely. Plug away. Uh, I just found out Monday night that I was voted uh, in for the Reno Forte Awards for the comedy section of the competition amongst uh, 10 other comedians. Six of them are people I looked up to, I I look up to, I've learned from, but uh, I'll be competing with them and all the proceeds and everything are going to charity. Nice. Where is that? Where are you going to do that? They don't... I, I believe... There hasn't really been anything released on where the the thing it's is take next place. podcast. I'll have it, but uh, the uh, the voting opens sometime this week. I was nominated Monday. Nice man, congratulations! Uh, I'm pretty excited about that for only doing this for seven eight months. And uh, you know, it was a thing where we entered, and you know, some people didn't enter, but it's uh, voting by social media, which is pretty awesome. So I can 
I know I have a lot of friends that are behind me that'll nice. work out great. And then uh, I just got two upcoming shows, one this Saturday at Reno Tahoe Comedy at 9.30 with Joe Dosh. I'll be opening for him. He's a super funny comedian out of L.A., some of the best crowd work I've seen from a lot of the comedians I've seen in nice. town since I've been doing this. And then uh, next week is the uh, Sean Peabody, who's a local favorite, Saturday at 9.30 again. So Peabody. If you're not doing anything, come on out, watch some comedy, come laugh at me or with me, hopefully. Have some fun. A little of both. Is Kelly yeah, Hilder going to be I at got, any of those? Uh, Kelly will probably be at both of them, yeah. Oh, that's Kelly's funny. He's Kelly grew up, up the road from me. Did he? Yeah. yeah. I got two of my biggest supporters right here, but... I'm excited, man. Nice, man. Well, that'll be fun. That's nice at uh, that's at Reno Tahoe Comedy. Uh, what's your underground? It's just Matt Tiny Low, right? That's your. That's your... that's what I'll be listed as on the RenoFortewards.com website, cool. or nice. I believe it's Fortewards.com. Nice. And opening and uh, voting opens here in the next few days. Does that have anything to do with rapping Forte? No, Rapping man. Forte. Not that cool. Well, Matt was, Forte I was from, hoping, the, from the Bears. I was hoping oh, to get no. nominated for Interpretive Dance, which I also entered, but I didn't get it. I've I, seen I you Interpretive Dance, and it's too. quite majestic. I can break dance like a motherfucker, dude. You know that. <laughs> when I fall, I fall like a break dancer. <laughs> I, I interpreted your dance. You've seen me bounce off the ground at a few I, concrete I, skate parks. I have seen you. Yeah. <laughs> it's graceful. It. Very to, graceful for it. It doesn't feel graceful, man. man. of your statue. <laughs> it just doesn't feel graceful. If I did it now, I'd probably still be laying there. When, when you crash, if you can get it graceful, then at least the embarrassment does go away a little bit. Well, it's like all the skateboarders say, the professional guys are like, we try and fall with style. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and the best riders in the world, anything, moto, BMX, mountain bike, skateboard, rollerbladers, razor scooters, the best people are the ones that can crash the best. Yeah, they yeah, always are. So true. All the time. Yeah. yeah, and you know if you're doing anything, and you're thinking about it, you're not gonna get hurt when you crash. But when you're riding Seven Eleven to get a Slurpee, is when you break your exactly. collarbone in your arm. Yeah, right. so or totally. your front wheel of your new mountain bike tacos in front of you because you're too much of a fat ass <laughs> to be on that bike. <laughs> Talk oh, about your shit. freaking the thing you're doing, man. Which thing? Promote that, the Donner Ski Ranch. Oh yeah, I've been um for the last six months well last year for about three months and then um this year i've been building a mountain bike park at donner ski ranch and it's actually called the old 40 bike park at donner ski ranch and it's it's right on the top of um old 40 on the summit so you get to go over the rainbow bridge and you can see donner and the views are amazing it's gorgeous that's where i do rc crawling that's where i got that rad picture of Donner Lake and all that. Oh, that no shit. Time, nice. And so with that also, there's some other events that I'm going to be working with next year. Um, the Rock Crawlers. We're going to try and get Moto Trials back up there. That'd be cool. Um, Those we big just, granite faces and stuff. You know, we know. just Those did a thing with the Red Bull bikes. KTM Enduro Cross guys. Um, uh, Cody Webb and Taylor Robert. And try and get more... Uh, a little more business back up on the summit there. Um, You know, Sugar Bowl's across the street, but they don't have anything going on. They just have Sugar Bowl, and there's little stores up there and some cool stuff. So that's just something I've been doing um, kind of part-time. I'm going to school, so, you know, like, I don't want to be working too much when I'm actually in school, and, and, you know, I have that. And then um, the only other thing I want to plug is... is, um, it's crazy, but it's helping the homeless, and and it's something I feel pretty passionate about. Um, food for the homeless, food for kids, food for families that can't afford to get it. 
And then on top of that is clean socks. Um, homeless people need clean socks. So if you're buying socks at Walmart for eight bucks and you can afford to buy another $8 bag of socks, um, it's a great thing to hand to a homeless person and, and the surprise, you'll be surprised when you hand it to them and they're like, thanks, man. You know, like, they need their feet, man. Yeah, and yeah. and when More you see, than anything, around. yeah, and it's crazy. Like you, it's just something that people don't think about. But when your feet are clean and you have clean socks on, you you feel good about yourself. Like yeah, absolutely. And, and think so how good you feel after a shower. Yeah. You know? So you know, food banks. Any food bank is great. Yeah, food you banks, know, the, missions, missions, anything that you can get. We have so much food in the world now. It doesn't matter if it's Monsanto or whatever. It doesn't matter, man. Just people need to get fed. They need they need something. Um, carbohydrates make your brain work. And donate it to the places that are actually giving it to the homeless right. the people yes. in need. Yes. Um, Evelyn Mount. Goodwill. Yeah. Evelyn Mount does a. She's that woman is a saint. I, yeah, I have absolutely. I have no religious belief, but that woman is a saint. Like yeah. she she goes above and beyond every year. To make sure people have food for Thanksgiving. She's in her late 80s now, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Right. She's been doing it for years, years. And um, if you ever meet her, she's just the sweetest person. Like she, and she cares. You know, my dad was big about feeding people. Like he wanted people to get food. Yeah. When he passed away, in in lieu of you know flowers or anything, like he wanted people to give food in his name, and and so. It's something that I've always kind of felt about also. Who doesn't like food, right? Yeah. Well, it, and you're not only are you helping, you know, a lot of people in need, but you're also helping yourself. Like, yeah. you're helping yourself be a better person. You're helping your karma. You're helping, you know, whatever you believe in. <clears throat> There's nothing wrong with giving to people who are less fortunate than yourself. I feel you better know? when I'm doing good for other people. Oh, absolutely. I do, too. Like I, I... Making people laugh. It's yeah. neat, you know. Yeah, it's it, like, damn! I just helped them have a bigger smile than when they walked in with. Absolutely. And laughter, laughter is one of the best ways to cure things, you yeah. know. Like, it truly, is the best medicine. When I'm feeling like shit and having a bad day or whatever, if, if I can get a laugh in, it makes me feel a hundred percent better. And riding your bike—that's another one. That's right. I, I highly suggest people ride their bicycles. Yep. Or just exercise, period. Get your ass out. Why just wheels? Yeah. Shit, I was, you know, a year ago, this time, I was crippled. I was on fucking crutches and, and uh, you know, had a, had a knee injury and, and was gaining weight and out of shape. And, and I'm still, you know, still battle daily with arthritis and stuff in my ankle and whatnot. But I'm more active than I've ever been in the last four or five years. And I feel better than I have, you know, just from not eating like a complete asshole. I watch my calories every day and, uh, and just making sure every day I do at least an hour of activity, whether it's going to jujitsu, whether it's riding my mountain bike, whether it's going to the actual gym, coaching, you know, running around with the boys. That's, that's a ton of activity. Um, your body is meant to move, period. Yeah. The human body is meant to work. And fucking move rocks and, and crazy shit. <laughs> and if, as a society, we have have moved towards sitting at a desk and being fucking completely sedentary. Sitting behind a steering wheel all day. Yeah, exactly. So you've got to move. Get out and move when you can. Um, Go out and play. The, Go you know, the other one play. is 
that Reno City kickboxing. I know you guys go there, right? Or you've, you've been there he before. He used to all the time. I've done a few classes there. I love it because a buddy runs it, um, and they're they're great guys that run it. Um, and, you know, they've I've gone a couple times free. They didn't even ask for money or nothing. They're just like, come in and train, be part of the family. So good environment. Yeah, the family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... So they're they're good people. Um, I do jujitsu currently at uh, Alexander Garcia's Humaita Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is over by Jasmine. It's on I think it's Double R Boulevard. I want to say like Double R and Prototype or something. Yeah, something. yeah, back over there. Just, you can just look it up. It's online. Um, the best place to do jujitsu in Reno. Uh, the best instructor, uh, or at least the guy that runs the gym, Alexander Garcia, is a great human being. Just fun to be around. Uh, he's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu bl- uh, black belt. Uh, really nice guy. He's got a couple of really good purple belts there that help him teach and, and whatnot. And it's a just a really nice facility. I love it. Um, and and it's not doesn't break the bank. You can go train and and uh, and and not come out of out of pocket too much. Um, Considering that other places are, you know, like 100, 150 yeah. months. So, um, yeah, I was I was going to um, performance EDU for a while with Ryan Golick, and yeah. that dude knows everything. Yeah, that guy. Once I got into training with him, for one, sitting out in a in in my truck after a session and and pretty much ready to throw up. Yeah, like, just and, but, drenched. And then endorphins falling through and just like getting the like. Yeah, I'm on top of the world. So Ryan, he does a. He does an amazing Where job. Where is that? I've heard of that. I don't know. It is near Longley. Um, uh, what the? I can't remember the What's name. What's the name of it again? Performance Edu. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. So I've heard that again from somebody and else. I Mark heard that and Ryan. I think Mark's, Brennan goes there. From yeah. Um, so there's um, Adam. Which Adam? Uh, I don't want to say his last name. He Heber Heber Strike the box. Oh, the, oh, the bomber. Yeah, yeah the yeah, bomber. Yeah. He's a guy that uh, actually. He has a fight coming up for uh, WFC, a title fight, uh, the 24th at Mont Blue. Oh, no shit. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. I, I got to train with him a little bit at performance. and um, yeah, That was probably cool. It was... Um, so so I, I race bicycles, you know, so I'm, I'm a sprinter. I, I'm, I'm there yeah. for the sprint. And he's there for the long haul and getting punched on and stuff. And Ryan actually put us on this mountain climber, stair climber one day. And um, we had to just burn 100... A hundred steps out, hands and hands and feet. Yeah. And I wasn't allowed to take my time. You know, I'm I'm trying to get fast. I'm, sure. I'm trying to be a sprinter. And he's this there. So I he would get on there and he would do his, and I'd be like, waiting. You know, come on, dude. <laughs> Looking at my watch, and I'd get on there and burn a hundred out. And, and he would look at me. And he'd be like, man, that is messed up. <laughs> and he'd get on there and he'd be all wore out. And I'd, and I'd burn him out again. So just getting to meet, you know, you go to a gym or wherever, you meet people, it's it's a great thing. Like, it's great to go out and learn something new, meet people. When you're there, do it correctly. It's going to benefit you always. Yeah, so. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And my kid goes to the kickboxing, Reno City kickboxing yeah, yeah. also. And he's, All those guys are really He's in love with it. So, you know, if, if, if my kid's happy, I'm happy. That's the way I look at it. Right on. Very cool. Well, as always, this podcast is brought to you by Ace Technology Services, the best IT solutions business in Northern Nevada. It's my business. Of course, I have to say that. Um, and uh, if you guys are in the area and want to come check out some high school football games, come check out Damani Ranch High School. We'll be playing all types of fun, different high schools in the area. I coach over there. It's a good time. Um, what else? Um, anything else you guys can think of that we need to mention before we go? Tahoe Comedy. 
Oh, Reno Tom Comedy, mm-hmm. as we mentioned before in the uh, podcast. Matt has a show uh, tomorrow night. Uh, oh, Friday Saturday evening. night. Oh, sorry, Saturday night. Saturday night. Um, actually, probably will end up being tomorrow night because I'll post this tomorrow because i got to edit it and all that fun stuff. But anyhow, uh, this Saturday, the t- is it the 20th or the 21st? I'm looking it up right now, Brandon. I should have had my phone I out. believe it's the 20th. The 20th is with Joe Dosh, and the 27th is with Sean Peabody, and both of those shows I will be performing on the 9.30 show. And for those of you who don't know, Reno Talk Comedy is located uh, in the underground area of the Pioneer Center in downtown Reno. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. It's been fun. Bye. Bye. Bye.